again. Hi. Hi. So, my name is Tim Walker. If we don't know each other, we do now. Hey, let me say something before we get into the the message tonight. Um, I know you're all here for different reasons. I know that you know some of you. This is your first time, and we're so glad you're here. Some of you, you've been coming for a while, and we're so glad you're here. Um, but when we when we sing songs and we and we worship, um, some of you don't care anything about that, and I am fine with that. Um, but when you're talking and playing um, during the worship, worship, worship and even the message, it robs other people who are here to worship from their worship. So I just simply ask for you to be kind and, and courteous of those around you, um, as they're trying to they're, they're here to experience God in, in a way that's kind of cool and. I don't want you to rob them of that. So, just a side note there. That was free. So, welcome again. Um, so, we're in this, this series. This is the final week of the series that we're calling Identity. And the past few weeks, we've been looking at different identities. We've been looking at our identity as a student ministry. And if you remember last week, we told you to start voting. Not voting, but give us suggestions of ideas what we, we sh- what we should call this Wednesday night program. So you guys did that. You guys delivered. And here's four choices that over the next week, it's not live yet. It will be live after tonight. Um, but here's four choices that you can choose for our Wednesday night programming. You ready? Are you ready? All right. First is the wave. We had several people put the wave. So that is a choice. And um, we don't have to tell you what the wave is. You know what the wave is, but um, there you go. The wave. Current. Okay? The current can pull you in. It can take you out, but the current, there it is. Next one is surge. Some of you may not think surge has anything to do with anything, but surge is actually very important in the ocean. There's surge. And then lastly is the tide. Okay? So those are four choices. It will go live tonight. You can vote for your choice and next Wednesday night, we will reveal what we're going to call Wednesday night. Okay? Got it? All right. So if you have your Bibles, turn to John chapter 1. And that's where we're going to look at tonight. We're going to look at God's, God's identity. Last week, we looked at kind of our identity and the labels that we get placed with. And um, some of those labels are, are not so bad, but some are, are not good at all. So tonight, we're going to look at who God is. But before we do that, we're going to look at who John the Baptist was. Um, John the Baptist is kind of introduced in the book of John, chapter 1. And so we're going to kind of go through some verses tonight um, with John, chapter 1, to kind of figure out who he is. And we're going to kind of get through these pretty quickly. So it says, in the beginning was the what? Word. That word is capital. What does word represent? Jesus. If you're in rooted, you should know this. This is one of the things we talked about this week or we're learning about this week. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. Okay? He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him not anything anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. The light, this is talking about Christ as well. The light shines in darkness. What does darkness represent? Um, sin or the world. So the light is talking about Christ. Jesus shines in the darkness. 
So Jesus came into this world that was full of sin. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it or understood it. So the darkness didn't really understand why Jesus came. They were kind of lost with this. So the world didn't understand why he came. There was a man who was sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear about the light. So what did John come for? As a witness. I want you to talk to me tonight. He came as a witness to bear, um, to bear witness about that light. About who? Jesus, okay? That all might believe through him. He was not the light. So he was not who? Jesus. That is very important for you to know. Because this is, we're getting this information before anybody else getting this, is getting this information. This is kind of like a, a prelude or a, a, the preface of this book. I don't know what you call it. But he's, he was not the light. He was not the Christ. But came to bear witness about the light. The true light, talking about Christ, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, his own people did not receive him. So he came in here, but people didn't receive him. But all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave right to become children of God. That is one of the things that you are from last week. You are a child of God if you've accepted him. Who were, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. So this is John. And if you keep reading John, I think we might have the verses. No, we don't. Sorry about that. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to John because we want to read, read, look at a couple more verses. John um, goes on. So we got this kind of introduction to John. And in that, in, in, that, in that introduction, we see that John was not the Christ. John was not the Christ. And later on in uh, verse, hold on. I don't have it in my notes, so I got to look it up real quick. I'm sorry. In verse 19, it says this. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites to, to, from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, then, What then? Are, are you Elijah? He says, I am not. Are you a prophet? He said, No. So people, the priests and Levites sent people to ask John. They heard about this guy named John, that he was baptizing people, and he was doing all these cool things, and he had followers around. So they, they sent priests and Levites to ask him, Are you the Christ? We've heard that Christ was here. We've heard that the Christ was coming. Are you the Christ? And he simply says, no, I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ. Then he goes on. Look at verse 29. It says, the next day Jesus was coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is he whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks before me because he was before me. So the next day, John was there with his, with his disciples, and he saw Jesus walking down the road. He says, Behold the Lamb of God. There he is. Behold the Lamb of God. There he is. That's him. That's the one I'm, I've been talking about. That's the reason I came. He's there. And then look at verse 35. Again, the next day, two days in a row, the next day, he was there with his disciples. He saw Jesus walking down the road. He says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And the two disciples that was with him left John's ministry and went and followed Jesus. And John was like, yes. John was like, that's the reason I came. That's the reason I was here. It's not about me. It's about Christ. If you look at John 3.30, it says, this is, I believe this is John's mission in his life. 
He says, oh, that I may decrease. Or he says, I think it starts, I pray that he would increase, but I would decrease. That he would become, Jesus would become greater and greater, and I would become less and less. The first step for us is not necessarily realizing who Christ is or who God is, but realizing who we are. We need to realize that we are not the Christ. And John understood this. They sent people to ask him, are you the Christ? And he simply said, no, I am not the Christ. John refused to accept the label that was given to him about him being the Christ. Instead, he knew his label. His label was pointing people to Christ. His label was to be a witness about Christ. I must decrease, and Christ must increase. So now, let's put a pause on this. Let's go over to Exodus chapter 3 as we look at who God is. Now, this is the story of Moses. And if you remember the story of Moses, if you kind of grew up in church, or if you, yeah, you may remember the story. Moses grew up in the house of Pharaoh in the Egyptian home, but he was a what? A Jew, an Israelite, a Hebrew, they're all the same. He was an Israelite. And all the Israelites at this point were slaves. They had been slaves for 400 years. And so Moses, he's living in the house of Pharaoh with the Egyptians, and all of his people are slaves in Egypt. And one day he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people, and he got furious, and he killed the Egyptian and buried him in the sand. And Pharaoh found out about this. And Pharaoh came looking for him, and Moses fled. He left and went to a small town called Median, where he ended up getting married and started working for his father-in-law, Jethro. And while he was out working in the, in the fields, he saw this bush that was on fire. You know the story, right? He saw this bush that was on fire, and the thing about this bush that was strange was it was not being consumed up by the, by the fire. Now, back then, it was not uncommon for things to catch on fire, but the thing is, it would flame up really fast and, and die out really quickly. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen a dead Christmas tree. If you light one on fire, how it goes up really high, and then it dies down pretty quickly. So he's out there, and he sees this bush on fire. But the thing about this one bush is it was not being consumed. It, was just, it just stayed that way. So Scripture says he went over to check out this strange sight. So he goes over there, and he's like, what is going on with this bush? It was not, it's not being consumed. And the bush started talking to him. <laughs> now, he might have been out there way too long. I don't know. And some of y'all may be skeptical about this whole burning bush thing, but Jesus actually refers to this story in, I think, the Gospel of Mark. Mark chapter 12, he refers to the burning bush and Moses. So Jesus speaks about it. So this bush starts speaking to Moses, which is God. And this is what the bush said. I want you to notice, this is God speaking Notice all the pronouns I. Okay, this is God speaking. It says, Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my, of my people who are in Egypt, and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their suffering, and I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land to a good, good and broad land, a land flown with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and Hittites, the Amorites and the Pesachites. There are lots of ites, all right? And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression to which, with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. So he's like, all right, Moses, I have seen my people. I have heard their cries for help. I am concerned about them, and I am going to send you 
Moses to Pharaoh to bring my people out of Egypt? Now, this is not a multiple choice question for him. It wasn't even a question. It was a calling. Moses was being called by God. And when God speaks, he doesn't really ask our advice. God says to us, even though you've screwed up in the past, and even though you're going to mess up again in the future, I am sending you. Here's my plan. Now go and do it. So let's, let's watch what happens. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He's like, well, God, hold on a second. Who am I? I'm just a shepherd boy. Like, I'm just out here doing my, doing my thing. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel, of Israel out of Egypt? He said, but I will be with you, and this will be the sign for you that you have sent, that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. So he's like, hey, Moses, do you not see, hear anything I just said? He says, I am going to be with you. And then Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What shall I tell them? <clears throat> and Moses said to the, uh, God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. I am who I am. This is the first time that anyone has ever asked God what his name was. Now just imagine Moses. He's like, all right, all right. Suppose they ask me what your name is, okay? Suppose they ask me what your name is. What, what do I tell them? What do I tell them? And, and he's like, and God's like, I am. Moses probably leaning into that. He's like, all right, you are. Oh, you get my full name? I am who I am. And Moses was like, come again? You tell them I am sent you to, sent you to them. I am. Now, I heard a message long ago, and actually Louis Giggly wrote a book called I Am Not, But I Know I Am. And this is what he's saying. God's name is what? I am. God's name is I am. And if God's name is I am, my name and your name is what? Some of you have heard this before. I am not. Your name and my name is simply I am not. God's name is I am. But listen, this, here's a cool thing. If you're a believer, if you're a Christian, if you have accepted Christ in your heart, you have a personal relationship with God. I am. So even though your name and my name is simply I am not, we know I am. I am not, but I know I am. I am not, but I know I am. You must realize what your name is. If God's name is I am, then Moses' name was I am not. Your name and my name is simply I am not. We are not God. We are not in charge. We are not the stuff. We are not the boss. We are not the best things happened since toilet paper. Think about it. Before toilet paper, what was there? I don't know, but it was, it to, thank, praise God for toilet paper. But God is God. He is in charge. He is the boss. He is better than toilet paper. He is the stuff. You must realize what your name is. John realized this. John realized what his name was. When people ask him, are you the Christ? What did he say? I am not. John realized who he was. John got it. He understood. He's like, Christ must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. You see, my name is I am not. Your name is I am not. 
And some of you have someone in mind saying, I hope so-and-so hears this because he thinks he's the stuff, but he's really not the stuff, and he really needs to hear what Tim's saying right now. But you've got to understand, even though my name is I Am Not, I have a personal relationship with I Am. So quiz. Yes, we're having a quiz. What is God's full name? I am who I am. Okay, good job. It's on your sheet, by the way. All right, what is his shortened name? I am. am. All right, see how good you are now. What's the Hebrew for this word? No. No. You'll never get it. Well, you could get it. Wait, 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 here it is. Hiya. Isn't that fun to say? Come on. Hiya. You got to get it like you're, like you're hocking a loogie. Hiya. That's it. Hiya. That's the Hebrew name for this. All right, so big name is. Big name. Full name. Short name. Hebrew name. Which means, it comes from a verb. See if any of you English people know this. The verb that comes from I am is what? It comes from the verb to be, which in English we have to put the word to there because it wouldn't make sense to say be. But God's name at the very core, his nickname would be be. That's the very core of what his name is. What up, be? So if you want to pray on God's level, I'm telling you, listen, wait, wait, wait. If you want to pray and get to God's, get God's attention, say, what up, B? And he's like, yes, I'm listening. What do you have? B, which means this, continually and constantly God. So God looks at Moses and says, you tell them that's who sent you. Continually, constantly, never changing, consistently God has sent you. So he's like, my name is I am who I am. If that's too much, you tell them I am sent you. If you want to get on their level and speak their language, you tell them Haya sent you or just simply be. You tell them be sent you. And Moses is like, all right, all right. Now that is his identity. He's like, all right, Tim. So we came here tonight to learn that God's name is B. What's up with that? Now can we just have some fun with this? Because this is, again, this, this only can happen in the English language. language. I tried to do this message once with, um, in, in, in Mexico and didn't translate very well. But in English, we can do this. In English, we can do this. B, that's his name. John understood this. He was a great leader. But the one quality that made him a great leader is not who he was, but realizing that he was not the Christ, realizing who he was not. So God's name is B. Now, there's a scripture that says this. Be still, know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. The first two words of that is, be still. Be still. Now, in a world that we, are, that we live in that is so fast-paced and it's going, 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 and we can hardly ever be still, it's impossible for us sometimes, even if we are still, our minds are racing, it's hard for us to be still. And by the way, this is what Sabbath is. When we are still, our, heart, our, our, our minds are still, and we're just kind of still before God, that's what it is. But it's be still. Be still. Be produces still. 
If you're not still right now, it's probably because you're not next to be. We're called to be still. And we cannot be still. We can't practice this thing called Sabbath unless we're next to be. And we do that through his word, through prayer, through worship. That's why that's so important for us not to distract people from worship. Because that's us encountering be. For us to be still. Be produces still. Be still and know that I am God. Or you simply could say, because it really doesn't make sense, be still and know that I am God. It's like be still and know, that I, be still and know God, God. Because I am is God, right? So you could simply say, be still and know I am. Because that's his name. Or you simply could just say, be still or just sit in the presence of be. See, Moses asked God, what, who am I? It's like, who am I that I should go to Israel, to, the, to uh, Pharaoh, and tell them to bring my people out? And he must have got that backwards because if you reverse that, I, who am I, it's I am who. I am who. Who am, I, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? And God simply says, I am who. So anytime we question God with, with something that he's telling us to do, just reverse it. And his answer is simply, I am who. Some of you are like, oh, okay. Um, so who am I that I should tell my friends about Jesus? And he's responding, I am who? Who am I that I should invite my friends to church? And he's simply responding, I am who? Who am I that I should go on a mission trip? And he's saying, I am the reason. I am who? And some of you are like, all right, this whole thing is making me feel kind of bad about myself. Like you're telling me my name is I am not. And last week we talked about labels and how we need to take those labels, rip those labels off of us. And now you're simply making me kind of feel small about myself and you're kind of belittling me. And uh, yeah, you're kind of putting me back in the place I was last week, which is okay. It's okay for you to feel small about yourself. It's okay for me to belittle you because guess what? Little is next to what? B. It's B-E and then it's me. So, Tim, so look, look at this picture. This is one of my favorite pictures. Isn't that beautiful? It is so stinking beautiful. So if you don't know what this is, this is taken 900 million miles away by the world's most powerful telescope that there is. And that dot that you see to the left is planet Earth. Can you see yourself? So that's Earth. Now listen to this. Wait, wait, wait. Listen. Now, we live in this place called Earth, and we go outside, and we can look up as far as we can see. We can go to the oceans and see out as far as we can see, and we cannot see the ends. And this place that we live in is humongous, and we're little tiny people living on this place. And if that is how small the Earth is, and God, Scripture says that God holds the universe in his hands. And if that is how, how small Earth is, and we live on this big, huge planet called Earth, Think how small you are. So I'm not trying to make you feel small. I want you to realize that you are small. But you're not insignificant. There's a difference. Because be little is fine because little is next to be. You can wrap your arms up and give a hug to be. So, so it's okay for someone to belittle you because you just tell them, all right, I'm fine being, being belittled because I'm sitting, sitting next to be. Psalm 139 tells us that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows everything about you. You are not insignificant. The God of this universe, even though he holds it in the palm of his hand, he cares for each of you. He knows everything about you. He knows the number of hair on your head. He knows everything. He knows when you rise, when you lay down. He knows everything about you. Let's listen to um, 
Actually, I'll read it in, in, in just a few minutes. But God loves you. He cares for you. He has a plan for your life. He knows you by name. Next thing. I love this. This is the greatest message. Beloved or beloved. God calls us beloved. It didn't start with me love or we love it, but what? Be loved. Be loved. That is your name tonight. Your name is beloved. It's also a verb. It's a command for you to be love, for you to go out and be love to others. It's also a command for us to be love. Let be love you so that you can love others. Some of you are looking for Jeremy love, but let be love. Some of you are looking for Jessica love, but let be love. Some of you are looking for love in all the wrong places, but let be love. Ain't nobody going to love you like be loved. Next one I love too is became. Simple word, right? But you look at it in this context, it's the gospel. This is the gospel right here. John 1.14 says the word became flesh. The word is Who? The word is Jesus, right? We're going back to the very first thing we looked at. The word is Christ, which is Jesus, it's capital W. The word be came. The word Jesus, which is also be God and Jesus, the same. You're with me. I hope you're with me because this is kind of confusing. The word, which is also be, be came. Be came. How to become? Became flesh. Became. Seven times in the book of John, seven times in the book of John, Jesus says, I am. He says, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door of the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine. And some of you tonight need to hear from I am. Some of you have believed the lies that we talked about last week with all the labels that people have placed on you or maybe maybe that you placed on yourself. But you need to hear from I am. I need hope. And he answers I am. Who could possibly be smart enough to figure it all out? And he answers you, I am. What works? I am. What lasts? I am. What's the latest thing? I am. What's the hippest thing? I am. I need a fresh start. I am. I need a bigger story. I am. Nothing is real anymore. I am. Who can I trust? I am. I'm not sure who's on my team. I am. Nobody's listening to me. I am. I don't have a prayer. I am. I can't hold on. I am. I'm pouring into others. Who's pouring into me? And he answers you, I am. I'm not sure why I'm here. I am. I'm not smart enough to figure it out. I am. I've given all I can give and it's not enough. I am. I'm tired. I am. I quit. I am. I'm stressed. I am. I can't. I am. I need a drink. I am. I need a fix. I am. I need a lover. I am. I just need someone to hold me. And he answers you, I am. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the the alpha and the omega. I am the first, the last, the beginning, the end. I am the middle. I am more than enough for you. I am sustainer. I am restorer. I am savior. I am salvation. I am defender. I am God. And there is no other. So who is God? I am. And there's no way for us to fully comprehend who God is. There's no way for us to fully comprehend all that God is. But he is able, he is almighty, he is abounding in love, he is all-knowing, all-powerful, always present, attentive, awesome, beautiful, blameless, blessed, compassionate, enthroned, eternal, ever-present, exalted, faithful, first, last, flawless, forgiving, 
gentle, glorious, good, gracious, has authority, has integrity. He's healing, holy, indescribable, invisible, jealous, just, kind, light, living, love, majestic, merciful, mighty, patient, peaceful, perfect, protective, pure, radiant, righteous, slow to anger, supreme, sure, tender, true, understanding, unfailing love, unique, wise, wonderful, worthy of praise. That's just a few of the things that he is. But we'll never fully fully ever comprehend who God is. And that is okay. He is always with me. Psalm 139, where can I flee from your presence? Where can I run? He says, if I go to heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely darkness will hide me and the light will... Light will become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. I am not, but I know I am. And hopefully you know I am as well. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you for your love and your grace. And God, I pray that we all just get a glimpse of who you are. Even though we won't fully comprehend it, God, I pray that we just get a glimpse of who you are tonight. God, we love you, and we praise you, and we thank you. Amen.